Hello, kids. This is Risk, the show where people tell true stories they never thought they'd dare to share. I'm Kevin Allison, and every Thursday we release these special episodes where we look back at content from our earlier years, sometimes single stories, sometimes whole episodes. Keep in mind that years ago, people might have worded things differently than they would today. As always, the title of the whole series, Risk, is itself a content warning. This week, one more story in honor of Pride Month. And you know, this year we've been concerned about all the attacks on trans people. So we've been listening back to some stories by trans folks who have been on the show. But this story is about the experience of a parent of a trans child. The story was first shared on the show in June of 2016 on an episode called Live from Minneapolis 2. This is Justin Aufwerk with a story we call, He's My Daughter Now. Uh, my stories, I thought it was funny. <laughs> it's gonna seem fucking lame now. As far as the funny parts, the uh, deep and personal parts are still gonna sound profoundly deep, as long as you don't think too much about what Amy said, because how can you compete with that, that level of... Anyway, so I'm waiting for my sandwich uh, at the deli counter at the co-op. And I hear my name and I look over and I see this big smiley face holding a little shopping basket. I can't remember his name, but he's a parent at the preschool. Our kids were friends like three years ago. They ended up going to different schools. His son was a giant with thick blonde hair. My son was a tiny little porcelain doll with short, dark hair. I wish I could remember his name. But anyway, I'm like, hey, how you doing? He's like, hey, good, good. Uh, how's Joey? Uh, now, and standing in line, like, how's your kid? That's a 30-second thing, right? Oh, blah, blah, blah. You just make the small talk. Your sandwich comes. You go. End of story, right? I'm like, yeah, that's the way it should go. I'm thinking, what if I tell this guy the truth? What if I say, like, well... Great, everything's great. Uh, Joey's Lisa, and he's my daughter now. I mean, would his, like, smile kind of freeze? And then, like, melt? I'm like, fuck, would it get awkward real quick, right? There's my laugh. <laughs> when people find out we're raising a young transgender child, they always have the same question. I always say, uh, how can you tell? Like, how do you know your child is transgender? And I always say the same thing. Because they tell you. <laughs> You're the first group of people who ever got that. Oh, you should get it. And people say, well, well, what if they change their mind? And I said, well, I'm pretty sure they tell you. <laughs> the tricky part is you have to be able to hear it. All right, like from, it took me like it, way too long before, before I heard it. Like when Joey was four years old, we're walking through the park, Joey's singing, tomorrow, tomorrow, picking wildflowers to make a bouquet for mommy. 
just out of the blue, he goes, I wish I could crawl back up in mommy's tummy and come back out a girl. Right? And my first thought was, well, you know, if you were in mommy's tummy, you would come out a poop. But no, I don't say that because I'm not supposed to encourage it and I make everything into a poop joke anymore, and you know. But I'm, I'm also, I'm not prepared to have a conversation about biology and reproduction. I mean, the kid's too young for that shit, I think, right? So I'm just like, Joey, let's get out of the pond and catch us some tadpoles. Now, we had the happiest, singingest, dancingest, dressing upest little kid you ever wanted to see. He used to always try to steal mommy's clothes which was kind of a problem until one day mommy gave him this puffy old ratty old green skirt and he put that skirt on and he started glowing i have never seen a child more happy he started dancing around look at me look at my skirt look at me daddy look at my he runs over to the mirror and he starts doing all kind of sassy poses i'm like where did you learn that look at me daddy look at me i said damn junior you look sassy he says, I am sassy, Daddy. Well, well, you don't know. I'm a half a lady. I just thought it was cute. I took a little video. We don't have this huge collection of dress-up clothes, right? Dresses and skirts and long hair wigs and high heel shoes and scarves and jewelry and mommy's old purses and anything that the child could steal from mommy. And everything was perfect until preschool, till we got in with the other kids. And then things started, started coming home, I don't know, upset, because the other kids didn't want him to wear skirts, didn't want him to have his toenails painted, and he should play with the boys, because he's a boy. Joey started conforming, but he didn't like it. And by the time kindergarten started at the new school, the child really started getting grumpy and unhappy and unsingy and undancy. Still like to dress up at home, but it just wasn't enough anymore. He started punching me for no reason. And then he started saying the kind of shit that teenagers say to their parents. You know, I hate you, daddy. I'm like, fuck. I don't have the best parenting role models. Like my parents, when I was young, they just gave the fuck up. <laughs> And they got divorced. And I'm like, er, now my five-year-old hates me. Like, I might be the shittiest parent ever, but I'm not going to just give up. I'm going to worry. I'm going to wait. See if this shit works itself out. <laughs> but Joey just started acting out. I find this white, drippy crust on the mirror. Like, what the fuck? What's that all about? Well, Joey was spitting in the... Every time he'd walk past the mirror, he'd spit in the mirror. And he started doing all kind of weird, self-hating speech. And then he started shitting everywhere. Shit in the bathtub, shit in his pants, and shit on the floor. He would shit everywhere, every day. Shit, 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 shit. We didn't know what was going on. We were confused. I thought maybe this child is being abused somewhere or something, right? We started talking about going to therapy or something. And one day, 
I find him, he's standing in front of the mirror in his favorite dress-up pink dress in a pile of shit. Shit on the floor, shit on his hands, shit on his dress, shit in his hair. And he's spitting in the mirror. And he's saying, I'm so ugly, I'm so stupid, I wish I was never born. And this child is five years old. I wish I was never born. Right? Now, this would be a great place, storytelling wise, for me to have my epiphany. I wish that was a story. I could wish I could tell that I wish that I was standing next to my child staring at his reflection through this dripping veil of spit and tears. That would be fucking beautiful. But that's not what happened. What happened was I see my little guy standing in a shit spitting in the mirror and I got angry. I got really mad. I was like, what are you doing? Are you, sp is that poop? Clean that up. What is wrong? I'm going to end up in a fucking nut house. Go in the bathroom, go in the bathtub, and clean yourself up. And that's what happened. I got mad, the child shut down, and I cleaned up the mess, bitching to myself the whole time. It wasn't until the next day, we're over at Grandma's house, we're having lunch, and the child shit himself at the table, and I was oh, defeated and exhausted, and I just was like, you know what, let him just sit in that shit. But I couldn't do that because it stunk. Grandma looked really worried. So I'm like, go in the bathroom and clean yourself up. And at this, I, I can't even look at Grandma. This is not the first time we had a pooping incident at her house. I feel like such a fucking failure as a parent, you know. And I know she has felt the same about raising me. I start to tell her the story about the day before with the mirror and the shit and the spit and grandma just lets me talk and when I finally look up and I look at grandma, I see her eyes are all red, she's been crying. She straightens up in her chair and she pushes her spaghetti out of the way and she says, Justin, do you think this behavior, this anger and this pooping that Joey, do you think this has anything to do with him like wanting to wear girls clothes on all the time and him wanting to be a girl? And I'm like, fuck no. That's just play, that's just dress up shit. That's not, that, how, how? And finally my dim little light bulb started to flicker. <laughs> this little wave kind of, through my little neural network and I was like, Grandma, you might be on to something. You might. And on the way home, I asked him, I said, Joey, I said, Joe, I'm looking in the rearview mirror. I'm like, Joey, you won't look at me. I'm like, Joey, what, Daddy? I'm like, Joey, do you want to be a girl? He won't look at me anymore. I'm like, Joey, what, Daddy? Joey, do you want to be a girl? He's looking out the window. He says, I am a girl, Daddy. You won't let me. And it was in that moment, in that moment, I could finally hear my child. And that was my real epiphany right there. 
Now, hearing your child does not fix everything. What it does is it opens up this whole episode of worry and confusion, and we started learning all this shit. We started learning all about gender identity and all this stuff. We started working with the schools and working with the families so that we could get the environment around this child to transition, because that's what happens. You see, the child stays the same. And you work on the environment so the environment can transition and start treating this. And pretty much most of everything adjusted pretty well. And almost exactly a year ago today, she started in first grade, she changed her name from Joey to Lisa and started wearing the girl uniform and she got her spark back. Yeah. And she loves to dance in front of the mirror again. And she doesn't hate me anymore. In fact, she even said, you're a pretty good daddy. <laughs> now take that, I'll take that. And uh, yeah, and so she's my daughter now. Um, but <clears throat> I'm still standing in the co-op at the daily waiting for my sandwich, right? Remember? <laughs> Wait, and uh, so he still has this big smile and I'm like oh man it's not fair to dump all this on this guy who I hardly know you don't really have time and it's not the appropriate time and not the appropriate place I wish I could tell him I really wish I had I wish I could I wish I knew how but I don't know how I don't tell him and I, my sandwich comes and I leave I feel shitty and it bugs me and it bugs me and it bugs me and it bugs me and I'm like Fuck, I, uh, I will never know. Like, he could have been cool. He could have been like, hey, awesome, good for you. I always knew. <laughs> or he could have been a dick, you know, like, oh my God, like, get thee away from me. Well, I, but I will never know. And it bugged me, and it bugged me, and it bugged me. So I've decided, anyway, the next time this happens, and it will happen, that somebody comes up to me I haven't seen for a while, and they say, so, Hey, Justin, how is your son? You know what? I'm going to fucking tell him. And then we'll see what happens next, okay? Thank you. That's all for this week's Classic Risk Singles episode. Now, don't miss out on our regular full-length episodes. There's a brand new one every Tuesday. And everything you might want to know about us is at risk-show.com.